Hi, I'm Brian Armstrong. And I'm James Cormier. Welcome to Comic Train. I'm in disguise! Oh. Right, I caught you before you did something stupid. It's so beautiful here. Hi, it's Brian. And James. Welcome to another edition of uh, Comic Train, hosted here on Welcome to Planet Above. Um, in this episode, we've, uh, we're going to talk about a few things we've been reading, actually. Uh, we actually read comics, guys. Hey. Who knew? <laughs> um, we uh, got a subscription to Marvel Unlimited. Um, we're hoping DC gets their button gear and uh, comes along with something uh, that um... something comparable because this is actually a really good thing if you're a real a fan of the older st- like older comics uh, stuff six months or older uh, it's $9.99 American a month uh, you can get a bigger subscription for a year and get some extra swag and all that stuff which we'll see but um, there's over 17,000 comics in, on this site uh, the series aren't necessarily all complete but you're going to get be able to pick up a lot of the older stuff you know if you miss miss stuff before you'll be able to look at it again because yeah, they can't house everything and no and some of them are digital downloads which you would have to pay for it's a lot of the newer stuff but uh for stuff you miss stuff you used to read the fill-ins you want it's it's a good app to check out yeah and it's worth a trial subscription even for a couple months see if it's for you yeah, like personally, I started uh, into my New Mutants again, which I was a really big fan. And uh, they have all the way from one one plus graphic novel all the way right up to episode, uh, issue 43. And then there's a couple holes, I mean, throughout the rest of it, but still a really, really good run considering that you're getting 43 comics for less than, you know, like for like it cost me $14 after exchange rate. So, I mean, it, it, it's worth it for us. Definitely. Yeah, because uh, I uh, highly recommend it. Yeah, on it I've been uh, reading the uh, X Men, and uh, I checked out a couple others, uh, Amazing Spider-Man, and uh, yeah, I checked out uh, Moon Knight and Lady Deadpool. <laughs> I checked out Deadpool and Lady Deadpool. Wow, you want a messed up read? <laughs> Go read the one issue of Lady Deadpool they have on there. Um, yeah, that's all I can say. Yeah. yeah. So New Mutants, like you were um, into it? Oh yeah, I was into it uh, when it originally came out, and I got back into it, and it was it was like revisiting like your favorite movie all over again kind of thing. Like uh, I got into it, and within the first day of having Marvel Unlimited, I had read four issues because I didn't get it till later on in the afternoon, and I had some other stuff to do. And then the next day, I had off from work, and I was then went up to issue seventeen. So I read like thirteen issues in one day. It was it was awesome because you didn't have to wait the month before the next issue is like next time on no it's right now i don't have to wait a month anymore <laughs> well it's like it you was were great. saying to me on that we're chatting about it a bit and you were like everyone it was used to be to be continued and you had to wait for it yeah. not anymore flip there it is yeah all right <coughs> so a little bit of background about new mutants uh new mutants was charles xavier's Professor X for you more better people. Uh, it was basically just a collection of teenage mutants who were having trouble with their abilities, and he's taken them on to teach them how to control their power. Now this is this the this series takes place well it starts during a an absence of the X Men. Professor Xavier thinks that the X Men are dead. I think it was during the first uh, Secret Wars. First Secret. I'm pretty sure it was the first Secret Wars. Um, they're gone. He's he believes they're dead, so he takes on these new students, but he vows that he's not trying to fat like he's not fashioning them into a hero team he's just helping them get a handle on their abilities yeah of what they can do and you can control this yeah it's not something it's something you can live with it's not a curse it's not a yeah uh, it's not 
you know, he's trying to teach him like Xavier does, right? Yeah. Uh, so he's helping them along. Yeah. And was it not until the end of the series that the X-Men showed back up? No, actually, the X-Men showed up, uh, I think it was about issue five or six. I mean, they, they came back to Earth and all that stuff and, from wherever they were. Uh, it's just like uh, it was completely out of the blue. And you don't see a lot of the X-Men in throughout the series. There's some in it, you know, popping they, into in, in now and then. But the, you also get the same thing in like the X-Men annuals. Uh, annual number nine, I think it is. Uh, there's a crossover with the new mutants in it. Okay. Uh, same thing, like, they're in the Secret Wars. They're all over the place. Um, basically, the the original team was uh, five people. There was Cannonball, who was Samuel Guthrie. He's a Kentuckian. Uh, Karma, who is Yan Khoi Man, who is uh, Vietnamese. Mirage, who is Daniel Moonstar, a Cheyenne. Sunspot, who's Robert, his real name is Robert Tacosta, who's Brazilian. And Wolvesbane, who's Rain Sinclair, who's a Scot, Scottish. So basically, these people. I remember the, Can. Sorry for interrupting, but I remember Cannibal and Sunspot. Those two are the ones that I. Yeah, they're they're the flashiest members. I mean, literally, Cannonball. Um, he basically, with a thought, ignites an aura around him, which rockets him through the through the air at fast speeds and literally like a cannonball he just plows he can plow he through mountains almost anything yeah, yeah mountains skyscrapers the side of a tank helicopters the only thing is he can't turn very well no but he is invulnerable so it's okay um, that, that's what i remember is like uh, some of the x-men comics where cannonball was in it and he he'd fly and the only thing I think he bounced off ever was the juggernaut. Yeah. And he like bounced well, like right off into there, a building. There are other things that he's bounced off of. Like I'm only at issue 53, but I mean, there's other things he hasn't gone through. Well, but the, the reason sorry, I, I, that I remember he was he bounced off juggernaut and then got stuck in the wall. <laughs> <laughs> and it was funny because you hear that ding. Well, you don't hear it, but you hear that. Yeah, you see that. You see it. Yeah. It's like ding. He's like into a side of a building is like Jesus yeah when he's not blasting uh, he's just a normal kid yeah yeah um, Sunspot uh, the Brazilian um, he's basically he's phenomenally strong his strength uh, rivals Colossus mm-hmm. yeah uh, the only thing the only thing is he derives his power from the sun like he collects solar energy into his body and then he transforms into this just completely black entity with small little black motes of like uh, if you're staring yeah. at the sun too long you get those black dots kind of thing that's what he looks like and again that's all that's all he's got he that's doesn't have involvement because he was just this black figure with like, yeah like white spots white all and, and and white eyes yeah. yeah like so i mean he, he's got he's got power but he's got limitations because he's not invulnerable or he's not super fast or in uh, agile or anything he's just got strength um in one of the uh late, later issues um the whole team gets in uh, it's on uh, New Mutant Special Edition number one. They end up in Asgard, and he lifts Volstag. <laughs> For you, those of you who don't know who Volstag is, he's one of the Heroes Three, along with Fandral, the, the Dashing, and Hogan the Grim. Um, Volstag is basically a rotund individual. Okay, he's fat. He's phenomenally <laughs> fat. Some of his combat maneuvers is sitting on to, on guys and knocking them unconscious. Thor has trouble lifting him. Yeah. And Sunspot so. lifts him. He hurts his back, but he lifts him. <laughs> so, so sorry, back to the new mutants because I yeah. just there. Um, Karma, who's their, uh, the, is the Vietnamese, she's the sec- uh, the second oldest. Actually, no, she's the oldest member. Um, her only ability is to possess people. She possesses them and controls them. Can't do it against robots or anything like that, but she's used it to great well, effect you- against 
Yeah, some some of their yeah. uh, foes they fought. Um, she, she, she try it on a sentinel? No, <laughs> she knows she can't do it on on robots. Her first appearance is actually in uh, Marvel Team Up. Not or what was it? Marvel. It's one of their team up uh, things. Issue number one hundred with the Fantastic Four. Okay. Which is kind of cool, you know. She had her an experience with these guys before she even came to. Xavier School. And then Wolvesbane, who's their youngest member, the Scott, little Scott girl, um, she's a metamorph. She, But she's limited. She can transform into transitional wolf state, where she mixes the agility and speed and stuff like that of a wolf, and full wolf. Um, now, it's interesting to note that her and Mirage, who I never mentioned yet. Sorry, I'll get to that. Uh, they should, when, uh, Daniel, when Rain is in wolf form or transitional wolf form, she shares a mind link with... Daniel Moonstar, who's Mirage, who's the one of the co-leaders of the team. So it's, it, she can still communicate, but uh, her senses are phenomenal, like bordering on it's, Wolverines. It's funny because it's the, it's the wolf and the moon. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah so that's... There's that, yeah. Okay, and Maru- Mirage, Daniel Moonstar, um, her code name, uh, she was originally codenamed Psych, um, but they quickly changed that to Mirage because her ability is, she's got a Psy ability, she reaches into your mind, she'll latch on, and she finds your deepest desire or your darkest fear and manifests a 3D hologram of it. Nice. Uh, there's n- like it's just a, it's just fakery and stuff like that, but she's used it to great effect against some of like the most powerful villains and stuff like that. I mean, all of a sudden the the greatest fear is like right in front of them. And they're like, ah! and then they escape, or like it turns the tables a lot of times. Now her gen- her her progression later on in the series, like this is the first run of the New Mutant series. That's the only thing I'm talking about right now. It's this is from um, 1983 to 91. This is 100 issues plus seven annuals and one graphic novel and one special edition. As you can see, I like these guys. But her, eventually, she can has the ability to manifest your deepest, darkest desire or your greatest fear as an actual physical manifestation. But she can only do one thing at a time. However, she cannot shut her power off. Oh. So eventually, she gets to the point where she she manifests her uh, spirit lance, which is one of her, like, basically just a spear. And she just creates it as a necklace and holds it around her neck. But when she needs to, she'll like tear into your mind and just pop off something like in one of them uh they were fighting a group of guys and one of the guys they were losing badly and all of a sudden she manifests like what appeared to me like an alien from the movie aliens a xenomorph yeah yeah basically and it quickly got out of her control because she has no control over these images she just manifests them and, and they have they, they have viable are they like they have a life of their own they're palatable they can hit they can yeah touch. at this point like in at that point in in the comics they're an actual physical manifestation they could tear you to pieces i mean so she loses control of the xenomorph yeah basically so uh like to, to quickly get rid of the image she'll Manifest the spear and stuff like that. So that's your initial five members. Now you, they do pull in um, other members later on in, in the series, which is uh, the main ones are Cipher, whose name is real name is Doug, Douglas Ramsey, one of your less potent of individuals. He's a linguist. He's a mutant linguist, so he hears a language for like all of two sentences, and he knows how to speak it and understand it. That's cool. So he and he read like he reads an alien language, and he can decipher it like after like an hour kind of thing, regardless of how alien it is and all that. Not very flashy or anything like that, but he's pulled their butts out of the fire a few times. Uh, okay, then you got Magma, Amara, Juliana, Olive, Olivanus, Olivia, Olivians, Aquila. Sorry. Um. 
She's from secret uh, secret Roman society in the Amazon. Basically, a group of Romans, they were off from the main, during the Roman times. There was an expedition. They got lost kind of thing. So they found a place and they created they their own. There. Yeah, they created their own society kind of thing. Now, her ability is she's she's tied with the planet. Um, so, so I'm just sorry to skew in here or jump in here. But uh, so basically you're saying the Roman society is basically Marvel's Amazon. Basically, yeah. yeah. It, it's Marvel's well, take on uh, the Amazons. Well, actually, no, it's it's more. The, but it's not Amazon. It's not a woman. It's, yeah, it's, it's like a Roman, a, a, mini, a mini Roman empire, basically. That's what I mean. But you know, it's, like it's out off, of time, out of place. Yeah, basically yeah. out of time. So can it control, okay. uh, connect uh, with the Earth? Sorry. Yeah, she's connected with the earth uh she can turn her body into basically living lava almost living lava she can shoot lava blasts she can create volcanoes in manhattan kind of thing or out of manhattan as it were she's one of the most powerful of the uh new mutants to a certain degree like if she wanted to if she got pissed off enough uh and during one of the issues professor says that she could literally tear the planet apart just by disrupting its core and letting it go run wild so it Different, basically, it's kind of like Storm's power. Yeah. If Storm let yeah, it go and she, she didn't not... have control, there would be uncontrolled weather all over the planet, which could potentially destroy the planet. Yeah. Now, one of her limitations, um, when she first starts off, um, her emotional state dictates what happens a lot of the times. So basically, um, early on, when she's like, when she was upset, there's many, many earthquakes and stuff like that. And, and like, uh, when she first comes from back to human society. Uh, there's an issue devoted to her losing control because of heat stroke, and she nearly destroys Rio because of it. Like there's an actual volcano starting in the bay, like in the water and stuff like that. She nearly destroys the whole place. Her power is phenomenal. Okay, um, now you have magic. Eliana Rasputin, who is Colossus's Piotr, Peter Rasputin, his sister. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she's that got a... I knew. I remember because I was reading in the X Men, and she actually makes yeah uh, an appearance with Colossus in one of the issues yeah um she's got a very she actually has her own four issue miniseries called magic i suggest checking it out if you if you like the mutants it uh, gives her backstory and uh actually has uh storm and kitty pride in it okay yeah. um but older versions of themselves because of something that happens and stuff like that um she basically is part mutant part sorcerer um she gets trapped in limbo as a little girl gets taken in by belasco who teaches her dark sorcery and stuff like that corrupts her soul and all that stuff but she eventually breaks free uh, her mutant power is teleportation by way of stepping discs she creates these large portals in the ground through time and space where she can't always necessarily control it done several trips through her limbo to teleport herself and the group to like safety and stuff like that um they've come back a week later sometimes a year later sometimes before they left you know or in the nearing episode 50 they get separated in time Ooh. so you got two getting going here three going there and four going that way kind of thing i think um, i'm gonna be starting to read this series because it's it's uh, i remember bits and pieces but not a lot yeah it, it's definitely one i really 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 enjoyed now the other side of well, her is sorcery from belasco because sorry to time in but magic there was one uh they kind of did a groundhog day thing with colossus and her she got mad at colossus and she sends him in a time loop yeah and he repeats the day constantly and it's a day where he meets what was it was it no it wasn't juggernaut that was a different story um he meets one of the heavy hitters like a saber saber tooth or somebody yeah and the fight 
every day is different <laughs> because at some point he tries to avoid it yeah. and he ends up running into someone else. It's it's a funny little story. It's a funny little. You should check it yeah. out. Um, she her uh, her her name is her hero name or code name whatever is magic, but she's got another nomenclature. Uh, dark child because of Belasco's corruption, as it were. Um, she's got a dark side to her, and they you see that a lot in a lot a lot of the series, like throughout the series. Like there's situations where uh, you know people are despairing and all that stuff, and she's like, "Oh, I don't care. I'll just leave these guys. I'll go to limbo. You know, I'll hang out there for a while. I don't care about this." Uh, she eventually becomes like a real part of the team, very, very pivotal. Like in a lot of scenes, like uh, when she manifests her soul sword, which is the ultimate extension of her sorceress abilities. It can't hurt any anything except for magic. Not not her, but anything magical. Like she can cut through magical bonds. She like demons she can kill and stuff like that. You know. Yeah, anything magic. Um, and she's used it several times to cleanse people of like Dark magic, magic control yeah, stuff like and that. stuff like that. Yeah. Um, now the final member uh, of that rounds this off is Warlock, one of my favorite characters, just because of zany wackiness. Uh, he is a techno organic being from the race that's known as te- as, as the technocracy. Basically, he's a I living. Know, I know Warlock. Yeah, he's a living. I read about him with robot. Basically, yeah, I read about him with Beast and Forge in the X Men. I've been reading. So yeah, he's he's he is very very funny. Yeah, his speech patterns are very alien. Um, like a lot of self same, or self friends, uh, self foe. You know, as a, yeah. as in you know you're my friend. This is me. Self friends my... you beast. Yeah. Self, yeah. 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 Friend self uh, self friend beast. You know my friend beast. Yeah. You know kind of stuff. Um, he's from the technocracy. Basically, is uh, living organic machines. Um, they basically produce offspring and the whole purpose of the offspring is to go prow- to become powerful enough to kill your father to take his place it's just it's self-propagating stuff like that but warlock becomes self-aware quicker than the rest of the uh the young things and his it's called warlock because after warlock there is magus magus is the all-being the top dog kind of thing and this is a being who can basically tear stars apart in it with his bare hands yeah and you actually see that in war the first appearance of warlock because basically um he let he's on a planet uh he's been running from his father uh, well, okay, I'll step back a little bit. Um, he, he becomes self-aware, like I said, and he says, uh, no, I don't want to fight my father to the death. So he takes off. He, he flies away from his his home world, and he ends up on this planet, and he's resting. And all of a sudden, you just see the sun getting torn in two, and Magus hurls it at the planet. Warlock escapes and eventually finds his way to Earth. Now, his warlock is a metamorph, completely metamorph. He has no normal, stable state. He's, he, he takes more of a humanoid form. Form. He takes a humanoid form, but Being he can be anything. I mean, he's done cartoon tanks. He's done. Um, he watched in one uh, one issue. He watched. They watched uh, a gangster thing, gangster movie. So he appears as this big gangster and like use is gonna be and you know kind of thing. Um, he's been helicopter, uh, spaceship at one point when they get tell uh, in one ep- one inch issue they get transported. Uh, New Mutants Annual number two they get transported into space. Um, See. See, He's it's got funny no... because in the comic, the X-Men, his race wasn't called uh, the techno... Technoc- technocracy. No, it was the Phalanx. Yeah, well, it's... it was it was switched. It was kind of yeah. Switched. They 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 switched. The, it became Phalanx, I think, after one of the Secret Wars or something like that. 
Yeah. It it changed then. I mean... Well, the X-Men I've been reading is after this first Secret Wars. Okay. So, yeah. So, that's that's how I, I know and mm-hmm. how Warlock came in. Anyway, sorry. I yeah. digress. Um, so, that's your uh, that's your original... Cast of New Mutants. Yeah. Um, like, like I, I say, s- again, a few of them I know because of crossovers, of course. Yeah. yeah. Um, they cross over into, like, into a lot of things. Like I said... Uh, Carmen made her first appearance with the Fantastic Four. I mean, Sam. I just picture her possessing the thing. <laughs> you know, that's that's so I could. Yeah, think of. I'd actually like to get a hold of uh, the Marvel team up. Uh, or Mar- no, yeah, Marvel team up. I think it was number one hundred, where uh, she makes her debut with the Fantastic Four. It'd be interesting to read. So the um, uh, switching over, but the X Men I've been reading is the run from ninety one to two thousand and one. Um, I'm only on issue like 20 and only, yeah, issue 29. There's only 36, but, um, it, it kind of follows the storyline a bit of, uh, well, the animated series follows the storyline of this run where you got Jubilee and the Sentinels coming in and the turmoil with the death of Morph. Um, Wolverine, uh, takes off for a while after he dies and, uh, He's fighting a lot. He fights a ninja. He fights someone trying to kill him. Sabretooth. Uh, so you got all these storylines. And it's, it's your run of your X-Men as Beast, Jubilee, Storm, Cyclops, Jean Grey. Colossus is in this one. Um, so you got um, this run that I've been reading. And um, up until, uh, well, you had uh, Bishop coming in, right? And it's kind of the days of future past. Yeah. Uh, uh, coming up to where I'm reading and um, uh, and what I have read. Um, one person who I, I never knew the backstory to until I read this uh, Age of Apocalypse thing uh, was Mr. Sinister. And and uh, uh, again, like I say, I always liked him. Shark tooth bugger. Yeah, so <laughs> he was actually a, a, a biologist and all that in uh, 1850s with, uh, I think it was Darwin around that time and they were talking about evolution and he ends up naming the mutating um, mutant gene Essex gene because his name is Nathaniel Essex um, it's a long storyline he's with his wife and uh, uh, he wants to pursue what this gene can do but normal science laughs at him thinks he's crazy so he ends up uh, hooking up with the marauders and he gets the marauders to awaken apocalypse but he was like uh, Na'ur. Uh anyway I don't know really exactly I've been reading it but um, so he awakens uh, Apocalypse, and Apocalypse is helping him with all this genetic research. And um, he, his wife finds out that he started genetically experimenting on their first child, who died. And of course, she doesn't like this, and she fucking hates him for it. And um, there's a, a story arc where oh, what's her name? Serenity? Serenity? Anyway, she she worships Cable and ends up sending Jean Grey of uh, the Phoenix and back in time to fight. Apocalypse and all this and Sinister. His wife gives him an option, Nathaniel, and says, listen, it's either me or what you're doing. Well, of course, he sides with Apocalypse and chooses this and when she ends up dying he goes on his deathbed and trying to oh please forgive me I was wrong and she's like no you're a monster you're nothing you're sinister to me hence where his name came along right um so she ends up dying and uh he grows angry about this so he helps Apocalypse create a plague which uh which you know uh, they did a story arc in the X-Men with the uh uh, why Bishop came back is because of the plague that was killing everybody. It was helped created by Sinister. 
Um, but this is where Jean Grey, uh, the Phoenix, and Cyclops go back in time. And uh, because this being that worships Cable, they need them to have the offspring, which is Cable, uh, Nathaniel Summers. So uh, Nathan Summers, sorry, Nathan Summers. Yes, Cyclops. Yeah, Cyclops' son. Um, there's been a few other arcs, but I, I'm not going to get into that. But so basically, what happens is after Jean Grey dies with the Phoenix, uh, Sinister creates a clove, clone, a uh, clove, a clove, a clone, a double clove, a clone of uh, Jean Grey. Have Madeline Pryor. Madeline Pryor. Yeah. Yeah, and that's how they end up having a kid, mm-hmm. which becomes um, Cable. Cable, which Cable is sent through time because Madeline Pryor was sent into the future, and she ends up dying. I just want to cut in a little bit. Um, actually, later on in the uh, New Mutants line, Cable actually becomes their headmaster. He becomes their group leader because he comes back in time. Yeah. He has a whole time traveling thing, which is cool, yeah. which I'm going to get to in a minute. So Cable, uh, being in the future with Madeline Pryor, ends up she dies. And he ends up getting raised in the future, in this apocalyptic future where Apocalypse rules with an iron fist. And his ultimate enemy becomes Apocalypse because of how he was created. And he found out that his mother was a clone of his real mother and so on and so forth. Yeah. Um, Mr. Sinister goes ahead and wants to create this uh, virus and he does. And that's how Bishop comes back and tries to stop it in one of the Days of Future Past timelines where he gets sent back. Which they paid homage to in the animated series. That's kind of what I've been reading. Like your X-Men, the one thing I love about the issues is you have three or four issues that tell the story, but then you get thrown in like a Wolverine issue or a rogue issue. Yeah. It's, it's kind of the same thing with the new mutants. They they have like uh it's not the same as a lot of other comics. It's it's more um they develop their characters and they have character stories and, and backstory. And backstory and stuff like that. Like it, it showed that um it showed in one of the stories, uh one of the newer X-Men I'm reading, it was uh, uh, Madeline Pryor who gave birth to Nathan Summers. And um, Gambit and Rogue actually have a child. And Gambit finds out from Sinister that he's actually a clone of Cyclops. The reason he has the kinetic power is because it's a genetic trait that he tried to re-manifest, but it came out differently in Gambit. So Gambit and Rogue uh, trying to save their child from Mr. Sinister, uh, Rogue gets killed by Mr. Sinister. And Mystique actually ends up killing Mr. Sinister to avenge her adopted daughter, Rogue. It's actually pretty cool. So a lot of this uh, backstory and everything is... Um, I found out the actual backstory to Mr. Sinister. Yeah. I was just seeing him in the animated series. And, oh, he's a senator. Yeah. And the Marauders is how he joined up with them. Yeah. But he, the Marauders were around in the 1920s. Yeah, the, the Marauders were their main biggest debut was during the mutant massacre uh they can you don't actually see them in the new mutants but you see the effects they had they killed like nearly nearly wiped out the morlocks yeah and uh, injured severely injured a couple of the x-men as well it was it, it was kind of cool so um anyway so i gotta do a, a full sidebar thing um, apparently there's going to be a new X-Men Origins movie, Gambit, and, uh, what's his name now? The guy who played Channing Matt. Tatum? Yeah, he's supposed to be Gamble. Gambit. For all you ladies out there, just want to put that in there for you. Yeah, a lot of girls I'm talking to are like, you know what, Channing Tatum doesn't do it for me. My wife's one of them, and, and I really wish they would have actually gotten the person who played him in X-Men Origins, uh, Wolverine. I, I don't remember the actor's name, but he was, uh... I 
feel like he did a really good portrayal. They dumbed down his powers as to what he could do. Yeah. And I'm sorry, no Louisiana accent? Come on. It's Gambit. Um, yeah, well, I mean, there's never going to be a lot, like, yeah. A lot of portrayal about it, but yeah, they're making a new X-Men Origins Gambit. And um, the trailers and everything, they're, they're following the, the storyline of Days of Future Past. Taylor Kitsch. Taylor Kitsch, okay. So, uh, in the new movie, X-Men Apocalypse, which, no offense, doesn't Apocalypse look like, they say he looks like a Power Ranger villain? <laughs> Like, I've seen cosplay from Apocalypse yeah. that looked better than the Fox's Apocalypse. Yeah. Fox really, really, really needs to say. Um, yeah, they really, really needed to say, you know, time to get your butt on, uh, um, time to get your butt on um, the bandwagon and get over to Marvel. Yeah, just get the rights up, guys. You're doing a horrible job. Um, Not but... that we have anything against you in your other areas. You're doing really good. But Two other things I've been reading. Over to DC. One is called Harley Quinn Road Trip Special. Now, this is basically, it's an all-girls road trip. They go dancing, they go partying, they go drinking. Um, like you see uh, Poison Ivy and uh, Catwoman, they're fine after a night of drinking, but Harley Quinn's like on the toilet, her head's hanging low, just like, can you guys like shut up already? <laughs> you know? So you have these girls going crazy and, and uh, like Harley Quinn turns down one of the guys and he ends up getting revengeful and coming back after them, uh, running his car into their trailer they had. They had a car and a trailer camper. Uh, it's very, very unique, special twist. It was actually pretty funny. Um, the other one I've been reading is the newer Batman with Damian Wayne as Robin. In this one, Bruce Wayne isn't around. Okay. Uh, Nightwing, um, Dick Grayson, takes on the mantle of Batman. So it's, it's him teaching Damian Wayne the ropes because Damian Wayne was raised by Ra's al Ghul. It's it's the son of um, son of Batman. Son of a son of Batman storyline. If you ever seen the animated movie, we'll cover it in one of our uh, new animated show, uh, animation Bullet Train, mostly here on Planet Bob. But anyway, it's it's he's this vicious League of Assassins type killer, and he was raised that way, and he thinks he's entitled to this. And Batman, uh, uh, Dick Grayson, is trying to teach him that no, you're not entitled to this. It's not the way it works. Um, just kill him. So eventually he abandons the League of Assassins and joins Batman, full out being a superhero. Um, in some other iterations, like uh, the animated series The Brave and the Bold, Damian Wayne is actually the son of uh, Batman and Catwoman, which, uh, you know, they dummied it down for the kids because they don't want to bring the whole League of Assassins thing in. Um, not really a kid show thing. Yeah, no, um, no, no. But that's what I've been following. And, and you see this where Damien will torture, like stick a batarang in the guy's shoulder and just like twist and just to get the information and, and degree. No, you don't do it that way, you know? And he's just, he's very, he knows what he's doing. He gets to the point. But it's, it's, uh, it's actually pretty interesting to see this, this entitled dark kid take on the mantle of Robin. And, and he does things in just his own I'm right, you're wrong kind of way. And and he's trying to teach him, no, this is not how you do it. There is vengeance and there is justice. Yeah. And he's trying to show him. And it's it's very, very interesting. Last one I touched, last two I touched base on. Uh, one is the new Amazing Spider-Man. Well, not the new Amazing Spider-Man, the Amazing Spider-Man. Oh, no, wait. Oh, sorry. Is it Amazing or Spectacular? Oh, 
I don't know. It's the one, I'm pretty sure it's Spectacular. Um, uh, yeah, it's Spectacular, uh, where uh, Peter Parker's dead. And and the boy, I can, uh, what's his name right now? I just, just read like the first issue and Peter Parker's dead and he takes on the mantle because he gets powers like Spider-Man. So he takes on the mantle of Spider-Man. It's an African-American kid. And he takes on the mantle of Spider-Man as an homage to him, right? And then the other one, of course, I had to go touch base on was The Flash. Uh, it is Barry Allen, but they're doing the uh, storyline um, off of CW's The Flash, where his mother got killed when he was a kid, and that forces him to become, he wants to become a forensic scientist, to get into the police station and all that, to figure out who killed his mom, because uh, his dad was sent to prison for it. And um, so uh, it comes along that he is, and the accident happens. And he becomes the Flash, and uh, only a couple episodes in, but you know he's. It's funny because it's issues. Issues. Yes, yeah. I gotta start saying that. Sorry, issues. And and it's funny because it's Barry Allen stumbling into his own new powers, right? Like he ended up um, running him, and he went into a tumble for <laughs> four and a half kilometers. <laughs> you know, till he finally steadied himself. He broke his arm, dislocated his shoulder, a couple ribs, but he has the healing factor uh, because thing, of yeah. it accelerated. So, so it looks like it's going to be really good. Um, but it is uh, the African-American family uh, who uh, adopted him, friends of his parents. And uh, that's how Iris comes in as, as the daughter of the, uh, the father. So, again, I'm thinking it's going to be good. Um, this is how uh, Wally West is coming in, which I'm, I'm reading a bit. And um, so that's pretty much what I touched on. I didn't have a lot of time to read. I just, I just, I, I tried it on my, my cellular device, my Samsung S5, and it's just too tiny. You got to zoom yeah. in the letters and go left and right, left and right, left and right to read a page. So I'm going to try it on my laptop soon in hopes that, um, I, I advise it. It's much better. Um, I, I've, I'm lucky enough that I have a uh, Microsoft Surface 2 tablet, and it's just the right size. It's almost like holding an actual comic book. It's yeah, you were working, saying it was that. working so. out pretty good. I, I, unlike Brian, haven't really been um, jumping all over with comics. I ki kind of get focused on something till I destroy it completely or finish it off kind of thing uh so i've been i'm i've been reading new mutants mostly uh, i did take a brief foray into moon knight which is a marvel title um i can't really give you specifics i don't can't even remember the guy's name i just remember the comic itself um he's this guy uh he used to be a mercenary him and his team go into uh, i think it's a pyramid or of some kind or something like that a temple and they get killed by their adversary but the guy the main character as he's dying this supernatural entity says do you want power do you want another chance will you become my avenger will you become my justice and this being is named khonshu lord of vengeance god of vengeance he's called and he resurrects him um so he's got this bloody career think batman with like a kind of a immortality of, of sorts kind of thing that's nearest i can 
understand. Um, now the comic where where I, that I started reading, it's a little bit later on. Um, he's kind of lost his way and um, he's had his knees mangled. So now he's just this bitter billionaire taking drugs for the pain and stuff like that. Pushes everybody away from him. And um, this secret organization um, who initially wanted to have him killed, um, they're, they're all dead. This council or whatever it's called. Uh, but now it's their kids who come into their own, into the into their parents' society kind of thing. And so they're basically trying to resurrect him as the Moon Knight, give him back his title and all that, so they can kill him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little bit twisted, but that's the way it is. Um, and they probably end up do resurrecting him as the Moon Knight. Um, I, I only read like four issues, so I mean, it, it, I haven't gotten that far into it. it it's held my attention, but it, like I... Like I said, I, I'm very focused when I'm reading, and seeing as I have issues one to a hundred of the new, of the original New Mutants, I'm on issue fifty-three. <laughs> so one last one that I actually uh, looked into the origin of and 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 read a couple issues. Suicide Squad. We had talked about it. Yeah. Now the original Suicide Squad was um it was based off of uh, um a secret organization not a secret organization but it was a bunch of soldiers who went in who were kind of off the books and did these jobs yeah, black and, ops and they they called themselves the suicide squad because they were like well we might not survive right yeah so here let's just do it and um, get it done right the father uh, uh the colonel flag uh who was one of the members he was the last surviving member and and the team roster changed with him then they went into another an iteration of just it was an entire military group called the suicide squad and and they went and they did all these missions. And it was funny because uh, then you had the new Suicide Squad, which those two storylines tied into each other because the Colonel Flag and the new Suicide Squad is the son of the original. And he's the one fighting for his country and works with Amanda Waller. Yeah. And um, basically any supervillain who or villain that they get caught up in jail and prison who wants... To cut off their sentence, they get approached and they're like, "You want to cut them off your sentence? Then it's uh, uh, join the join suicide, suicide squad. You'll cut time off. No guarantee you'll live." And then they yeah. get the they get bombs implanted. They were actually bands on their wrist. Um, so if you don't listen, click and you blow up. <laughs> Sorry to say. Problem. Um. So uh, you had the roster, of course, because it's the Suicide Squad is always changing yeah there's been two iterations of deadshot um there was in the, like the first issue of the suicide squad uh blockbuster uh he was this big hulking he was a doctor who used his experiment on himself okay. and, and this big super superhuman strength guy but in the first mission he died because he sacrificed himself to save the team so um that's that's pretty much as far as I got, and, yeah. and and it's it's actually pretty interesting. Again, the roster that just changing and changing and changing, and um, so I think I might be reading it uh, as one of the three I'm gonna pick to actually do like uh, James here yeah. and read is the Suicide Squad. I am gonna be doing the Flash because I always love the Flash, and I'm gonna continue drop to where the X Men end, and then I'll see if I'm gonna continue into the 2005 or 2003 to 2006 and so on. Um, 
Yeah, there's a lot I of remember, different X-Men to Well, I thought I touched out. on the X-Men because I originally read the Uncanny X-Men. You know, that's where you had Iceman and... Uh, yeah. Uh, you had Iceman, you had Cyclops, you had Jean Grey, you I had... I thought that Kitty. was classic. Is that classic? Let's check it out here. Let's, let's check it out. I'm pretty sure that Uncanny was... Uncanny un- X-Men started in 1963. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're probably right. Like, See, my my Uncanny X-Men is from like the 80s kind of thing, and it's... Uh, I, my, my The ones I started reading was the new group there was like colossus and nightcrawler wolverine storm the, the, yes those are the ones so yeah, um, that's the uncanny x-men i know um for me cla- the the ones you're talking about uh beast angel uh yeah Mist- beast angel iceman cyclops Jean gray yeah um yeah see for me those those were classic that I actually read Classic X-Men and Uncanny X-Men at the same time. So for me, they kind of bled together. Yeah, um, because you had Angel, Beast, Cyclops, Iceman, Marvel Girl, which was Jean Grey. Jean Grey, yeah. She called herself Marvel Girl at the beginning. Um, Then Havoc comes in and Polaris. Polaris is the daughter of Magneto. So uh, it actually was pretty. And then uh, you had other iterations. You had Nightcrawler, Colossus, Cyclops, Banshee, yeah. Storm. Sunfire, Thunderbird, Wolverine. Longshot. Yeah, Longshot. Longshot. <laughs> My favorite. Have uh, you ever read the Longshot? No, I, ne- I never got to it. But uh, for me, I think one of my favorite Longshot experiences was they're sitting around the uh, breakfast table and Longshot comes in and he's like, Oh, goody! Unborn baby eggs and fried animal meat. Longshot, it's bacon and eggs. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah, so um, that's that's the one I remember, and I'm going to go back to it, because I, I, I touched base here and there on the original Uncanny X-Men and into the new team in the 80s like you did. Yeah. But I, I think I'm going to stick with versions of the X-Men is my major one I'm going to read. Um, so we'll touch base and go, and I'm going to go into the new X-Men. Um, the only thing I remember about reading a few issues of the new X-Men, like uh, the Amazing... Was it the Amazing X-Men? I can't... No. Yeah, there's um, a, there, there's been all kinds, maybe Astonishing? It's the Astonishing. The Astonishing. With Emma Frost, uh, she was in there. Um, yeah, see, I didn't really read anything other than the classic and the uncanny, so... For me, um... well, the only the only part that sticks in my mind that I remember about uh, this X Men is Emma Frost, a psychic, of course, who has the power to diamond up her body as a, a barrier so she can't be hurt. She ends up becoming a love interest with Cyclops and everything, and um, so Cyclops, uh, devastated because of the death of Jean Grey, the Phoenix, um, didn't want to join the team, but they actually convinced them to get back together. And they start bringing the team with Kitty Pride, Colossus, yeah. Beast, Storm, uh, Cyclops. So you bring all these people back together and they're infiltrating this facility. And Cyclops, used to being the leader, is starting to bark out orders. And Wolverine's like, I already got my marching orders. Emma said, right here. So you see him lunge towards one of the soldiers and he just takes out his right ear with his claw. And it was just, that's the one part that, that I remember most. So... Uh, X-Men is basically where I'm looking to touch base yeah. uh, for Marvel anyways and if DC ever gets an app like this I'll be hitting the flash and yeah. all that and yeah for me it's New Mutants because I'm only halfway through the first iteration of it there's been two extra revivals now something I didn't uh, touch on um, near the end of the first New Mutants series they brought in other team members there's Boom Boom Rusty Collins Richter Skids um as well as Domino, Feral, Shatterstar, Warpath. Uh, 
the Shatterstar, the Domino, Feral, Shatterstar, and Warpath is when Cable starts coming into the picture. Now, I remember Domino. Yeah, she she comes in with uh, as the uh, like Cable comes in and he's like you said he's gone through this post-apocalyptic world and he's not quite the gentlest of souls when he he has the suck it up or die basically and Domino who is this. She's very action-oriented. She actually tempers him towards the group kind of thing. Like, he, she's the, the, the mother figure to his father figure. Both still have this, um, okay, we're going to teach you how to survive. She's a little bit nicer about it. Um, now, I want to I wanna mention this just because wasn't, I think it's I'm one sorry, of the... I'm sorry, wasn't Domino, didn't Domino become, go into the Brotherhood of Mutants? I think so, something like that, possibly. Um, so one of the things I really, really, really want to me- mention in near the end of the new, first New Mutants series, um, this is for all you fans of this particular individual, um, Deadpool's first appearance is in New Mutants. I just have to say that because Deadpool is this cult figure now, and he made his debut in the little New Mutant comic. And I read that originally. I remember reading that. And I when he came in, I was like, who the hell is this guy? And now that the phenomenon has kicked on and it's like, and I started reading New Mutants again, it's like, oh shit, I remember that guy when he first came out. I just wanted to say that, you know, because like it's something I'm interested in. Yeah, because uh, that's cool. And I'm going to actually, that's when I want to also get in New Mutants uh, to see how he comes in and where he starts. Um, uh, in a sense, uh, the other one I remember is uh, An Astonishing X-Men. Because they all get the group back together, and then you got uh, Beast, Wolverine, Cyclops, and Emma and all who become teachers at Xavier's school. Because Professor Xavier's gone. Yeah, they don't know where he is right now. So um, I can't remember if he's hurt, and they got him like in stasis or whatever. But they're sitting there and they're announcing and blah blah blah. And this will be your teacher for this, and they'll be a teacher for that. And uh, Professor Logan will be around. Uh, he's elsewhere at the moment. Is this during the 2004 Yeah, era? 2004 era. See, that's the second volume in New Mutants. That's cool. That's when so, uh, the mutant X, new X-Men Academy X, uh, which is New Mutants Volume 2, basically. So I think I'll read set. the Astonishing X-Men and you read the New Mutants. Yeah, like, well, I'll get into that, you know, and, the, and then the third so, version kind of thing, too. Um, they're sitting cool. there. They're sitting there, and uh, Kitty Pride leans over to Beast, and she's like, elsewhere. And Beast is like, yeah, we've narrowed it down to else. <laughs> like, not knowing where Logan is, right? So, stuff like that I love. Um, so, yeah, that's that's what we read and touched right now, right? Yeah. Like, a lot of cool, interesting stuff in New Mutants. If you haven't checked it out, go back to the beginning. Because you, you, could, you could start the new stuff, which, which would probably have its own origins and a different twist on it. Yeah, most likely. I haven't um, gotten that far yet, but... But, but does, the sounds like it that... New Mutants sounds very interesting. For me, like I said, it, it's one of my, right now, it's my focus. Um, I'm very focus-oriented on stuff like this. See, I, I'm on 53. Uh, there's, I still have four more, four annuals to go through 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 that, and then, like, all the way to 100, and I'm going to do it. Uh, might ha- It might not happen within the next couple weeks, but... See, I'm, I'm kind of steering away from where I want to go, which is Spider-Man. Um... Uh, the spectacular you got the amazing you got the ultimate 
Like there's so, and there's just Spider-Man. So there's so much because I remember reading the amazing Spider-Man. I remember reading the spectacular Spider-Man mm-hmm. and I remember reading them all and they all had their own uh, twists and their yeah. own origins and how everything worked and different people died. And, and so regardless, I know if I get into Spider-Man, I just won't be stopping and then we'll have 25, 30 episodes of Spider-Man. So, um, <laughs> we're eventually, go- we're going to have to narrow it down to something that we're both going to read so that we can both talk about the same thing. That's but what I think again- we should do. I agree with that. Um, but right now it's like I say, we go, Ooh, we're back into comics. Yeah. We're dabbling all over the place. Yeah. So, um, having stated that, uh, if anyone knows of a, of a DC comic, uh, website or something out there let us know so that we can check it out too um we don't mind paying a little bit you know no and 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 again uh beginning of october we're going to be heading to a comic shop um and looking into the new marvel or yeah the new marvel not necessarily just marvel though i mean we're going to pick stuff up that catches our eye yeah i'm thinking if i'm going to touch the flash because i've had to sporadically find the comics as which is why i'm scattered on what i'm saying but I'd like to buy the condensed. Yeah. If it's the new universe, I'm going to buy the condensed and the new Batman, uh, you know. Yeah, for me, it'll be like Firestorm, uh, Captain Atom, uh, Manhunter. I, I generally, like I've said before, I generally tend to stay away from the mainstream. Like, I've never touched a Superman or a Batman or an Avengers comic. Mind you, I did read West Coast Avengers, but not the original West Avengers. Uh, didn't read any Fantastic Four or Iron Man. I uh, read a lot of Hulk because I like him. But yeah. I, I stayed away from the main mainstreams, and I probably will continue to do that. As um, for I'm the opposite side of that coin. I like my main mainstreams. Yeah. I like my I like my specific characters. I like my uh, my stories, and I'm gonna see where they're gonna take it yeah. from here. So as where he'll read the non-mainstream, I'll buy. I'll I'll go along the lines yeah. of getting the main mainstream and then we can just flip comics and yeah both we'll read. both read and them, then yeah. when we review this stuff we'll be like more knowledgeable yeah so again we have a new show that we're hosting here on welcome to planet bob uh it's called animation bullet train uh we don't have a twitter account yet but you can uh tweet us at uh comic underscore train um it's basically we talk about uh, anime and cartoons, and us have watched both and some together. Uh, we're gonna review, talk. It's a shorter episode, but it's it's faster paced, right? Yeah, bullet train. train. So, um, it, our first episode is actually now up on Welcome to Planet Bob. Um, we'll hope you check that out. Uh, I've actually already got some positive feedback from a person commenting that they liked it. Um, so here's hoping, thumbs up. And uh, you can find us on uh, again Welcome to Planet Bob on Facebook. Um, you can also find us on Stitcher, Twitter. Um, all our episodes from Welcome to Planet Bob are posted on there. Um, iTunes. So uh, I believe, I believe, yes. I, I I believe we're either on it or we're not. We'll find out. Uh, <laughs> you know, a hard way, easy way, up, down. So yeah, we touch base, New Mutants. Ultimate we, X-Men. Uh, Ultimate X-Men. The Academy of Tomorrow, uh, previously called New Mutants, is founded by Emma Frost. That's probably the one you were talking about. That's probably the one I was talking about, yeah, which which is the... Uh, um, yeah, Angel, which, uh, Angel Beast, Cannibal, Cypher, Dazzler, Karma, North Star, Polaris, and Sunspot. Yeah, that's, that's, that's how I know Sunspot, right? So, um, yeah, so again, touch New Mutants, X-Men... Uh, been on Batman, but not very much. Uh, same with the Flash. I recommend checking out the uh, Harley Quinn special road trip. It's it's fucking hilarious. Uh, you'll love it. Again, we'd like to thank you for tuning in to another episode of uh, Comic Train. Yeah, 
it's been fun for us. We don't know if it's been fun for you, but if you if you're listening to us on this episode, you must be having a little bit of fun because you're back for more. Exactly. So um, again, uh, you have yourselves a great evening. It was a wonderful trip, and uh, we'll see you next time. Have fun and stay safe, everyone.